Welcome back to another IG Live edition chat with the Bigger Talks podcast. And we have a phenomenal episode with Micah, Micah Gabriella. Uh, I believe that's her last name, Micah. I hope I said your last name right. Uh, she's a energy reader, a human design expert. Uh, but before we get started, I do want to say this episode is sponsored by Miracle Season Coaching, one-on-one coaching for anybody who wants to increase their vibration, their frequency, alleviate stress, and really develop a high-level mindset. For more information, click the link in the bio and sign up for one-on-one coaching, or if you know someone who's looking for that. But let's get started. Let's bring Micah in, and she has so much energy. Uh, To anyone who knows what human design is, uh, she's going to break it down, give us more details and a synopsis of what it really is. I'm a generator. I generate a lot of energy. So she's going to be able to break down what I am, who I am. And uh, we can dive deep into the law of attraction, manifestation and uh, and everything human design. So stay, stay tuned. Micah, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Let's see. Hey. How are you doing? How you doing? I'm phenomenal. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Hey, I love that. How was your day? Because where are you right now? Uh, I'm in Barcelona in Spain, and it's like 6.30 p.m. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. even, you had a good day? Sorry? I said you had a good day? Yeah, I had a good, intense day. Yeah, I'm feeling good. It's very hot. I'm like melting in the sun, but I'm uh, like, yeah. Humidity. It's humid there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's humid, just general, you know, it's heat, it's heat. Normally, I really enjoy it, but today it's been, like, intense, but, um, but yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for being here. Thank you so uh, much for having me. I appreciate your energy. I appreciate your content. I was on your page uh, about two weeks ago, maybe a week and a half, and I was like, this woman knows her stuff. <laughs> she uh, knows about the spiritual realm, uh, the energy realm. I call it spiritual currency, right? Okay, um, yeah. But before we get into like the human design aspect of like the information that you have, can you just kind of like give us a background on like where you from? Um, yeah. What was your inspiration and motivation growing up and how you got into human design? Well, I think my journey to human design was like a very long one. I feel like I didn't find my purpose until like two years ago. So I like started doing human design readings as a business in August, two years. Thank you. And I think just seeing how it has gotten like a life of its own and how much it has grown in just like under two years is just a testament of how much this human design stuff really works and what magic we can get out of it. Um, And I was just like, I don't know, I've had like so many lifetimes, like we talked a bit about our profile, which is a bit our karma and how we live life. Um, And I'm what is like called a three five. So I really learn through living life. I need to really like have that trial and error process. So I feel like I've lived like a thousand different lives uh, before getting human design. But um, even though my father is like very business business oriented, my mother is a psychoanalyst. So there was always this aspect of trying to understand people a bit further from what like people around me were like understanding other people or like understanding myself, having empathy. And even though that like all the spiritual stuff was very shame, because again, like it was very like strict. I grew up like in a German household. 
Um, I think it just took me a long time to really just accept that what I'm good at or what I really truly enjoy is getting to understand people. And I was always trying to like be different and change myself to fit in with the people that I thought I had to fit in to be cool and accepted and loved. And the second that I decided that that's not, I mean, I didn't decide. The universe was like, this is not the direction to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I started really just like learning to accept who I am and like expressing who I am and sharing that with people. It just magically took off, to be honest. Wow, that's that's amazing. Congratulations once again. Thank you. So at that, at that point, what, was that two years ago that you got that inclination or that epiphany? Or yeah, did that I mean, it, was, it was like... Yeah, I mean, I feel like five years ago, I had a sustainable underwear brand. It was like inclusive, fair trade. It was like a very cool, like trendy brand and everybody loved it. But I was working 16 to 18 hours a day. And it just, I was writing 250 emails a day and it wasn't happening. Like, what was the brand was again? I'm sorry. You said a hair brand? A, a, underwear. 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 Sustainable okay. underwear. Yeah. Got it. Um, and so I was putting in all the hours. I was doing everything everybody told me that I had to do. And I just couldn't understand why it was not successful or at least allowing me to like maintain, you know, a life. Um, and everybody loved it and everybody was like, don't give up. But I just knew that that was not how things were supposed to feel like. Um, like and then in just one moment of desperation, like at night listening to podcasts, you know, how we do when we're searching for like a sign from the universe. I heard something about human design and being a projector. And literally, I know this sounds really cheesy, but it was like this light bulb moment. I'm like, I have no idea what this is, but I'm a projector and suddenly my life makes sense. And it really like, it, it like even remembering now was such like a relief. I finally could just accept who I was and that that was actually my purpose and that I didn't have to continue to push myself in this like way that just wasn't energetically aligned for me. Um, and then, you know, how the universe works in its magical ways, in its miracle ways, right? Yeah, um, I like, I did a, the human design training. Literally, I finished like a week before the pandemic hit here in Europe. So all my jobs, like I was like, um, between the underwear and the human design, I was like struggling and I was like hustling and I was like trying to, you know, do commercials and direct like art direction, commercial direction um, and like whatever, doing music videos and like, you know, car commercials and, um, and all the jobs suddenly froze. And I was like, you know, what am I going to do now? So I just finished this human design reader's training. So I was actually prepared to do that. Yeah. But nobody knew that I was into the spiritual stuff that I was doing, like my spiritual, you know, journey, awakening, whatever you want to call it nowadays, uh, had started like a couple of years prior. And, and then I just decided to like step out of the spiritual closet and I started talking about, Ooh. you know, not human design directly, but like psychology and like little by little, like yeah. tying up the pieces together. And it was incredible, the response that I got. So I just kept on expressing my truth and like refining it and... And the gratefulness that I feel doing what I do, like obviously, as, as you might know as well, and even I saw you like the other day on an IGTV live talking a little bit about the ups and downs of, you know, having your own business and that things aren't linear. So even in those moments where there's been like, you know, hardships or like, you know, hurdles to overcome, there's always been this just deep knowing and gratitude that when I do my job, when I'm like doing my readings and supporting people i just i'm so connected to source and i'm just like have this like yes. beautiful feeling inside me that i'm sure you yes. know as well yes yes and, yes yes um, yeah it's and that so connectivity 
is that connectivity, that alignment, right? And then that alignment becomes your excitement because you understand from a feelings perspective and energetically, this is my purpose. This is in alignment with who I am. And I want to kind of like peel it back and go deeper and bring it back to what we're discussing. So I'm curious to know what your relationship or your connection was like with your mom and dad. So when I was young, um, I didn't have that emotional connection with my mom and my dad and my family like I wanted, but it, 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 it propelled me to be curious about people, right? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't get that curiosity from my parents about me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, no one's asking how I'm doing, how I'm mm -hmm. feeling. So I went down this path of like mm -hmm. learning like who people are, like psychology, right? Mm -hmm. Studying psychology led into astrology, numerology, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Human design. And so a lot of these things for some people is taboo because it doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. It's not common. Mm -hmm. But I say all that to say, it sounds like human design was an asset in a, a platform and in, in, in a space, right? A spiritual space mm -hmm. with information to help you connect to your purpose. And that's why I want people listening and that's going to be watching this to know like these things that the universe, God, the creator has given us through other people's soul can help you find your purpose, find your, your, your desire to be what you need to be in this lifetime. Because there's something called self-awareness, but I also believe soul awareness, right? Mm -hmm. What our soul want, our soul purpose. Mm -hmm. um, so to get back into like, you know, the human design talk for you, mm -hmm. you that you're a projector, right? Mm -hmm. And as a projector, what is mm -hmm. that? What does that mean? And can you kind of like, sure. I mean, go over the, the other different types, but yeah. from projector for you, what does that mean? Because some people might relate to what you do and how you show up in the world. So the way that we understand human design or the way that I explain it is that we call it like the science of our aura. So we all have this energetic body that is around like two arms lengths, three meters around us. And everything in our life is matter, meaning everything in our life is energy. And once we start understanding our own unique energetic body, we can start to see why we have resistance in certain areas in our life and how we move into flow. Human design is also called the science of differentiation because right now we're still like in this phase of trying to fit all of us into this one niche. We have to like work the same hours, function the same way in the school system. Like everything is so rigid, everything like we all have to like measure up to this one standard that somebody invented at some point in history, you know what I mean? And I think we just see maybe for, from our own experience or if we're looking at our children that it just doesn't work, that we're all so individual and so unique. So human design, what it has, it has like five archetypes, right? Which is what we're talking a little bit about. So I'm a projector, which is around 20% of the population. And the energetics of the projector is really that we have what we call a penetrating aura. So I have this natural inclination, or every projector really has a natural inclination to see deep into the soul of the other person. So we're naturally focused on like, how are you doing? What do you need? Like what's happening with this person? And we're here to guide others. So the projector has this capacity of seeing things that others are not able to see yet. Ah, interesting. So as a projector, do you have to be invited into someone's space exactly. to kind of help them evolve? Exactly. Because I have a, a family member. He's a business owner. He's really mm -hmm. successful. Mm -hmm. And I'm more of an initiator. Like, I'm the mm -hmm. generator, right? You're he's a, he's a projector, so mm -hmm. he has to be invited 
<laughs> to initiate or be a part of the initiation, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so like, like it's, it's interesting. So for me to you, I invited you to come yeah. alive. Exactly. <laughs> I said, hey, you want to be alive? But even, like, even, even that is like very interesting. Okay. So what is the generator? The generator is really the, the person who's here to bring life force. So I'm uh, as a projector, I'm what we call a non-energetic energy type. So I don't have my own energy and every projector is thriving and surviving on the energy of the generators that are like putting that energy into the world, right? So what makes you as a generator so special is that you have like this sparkling juicy aura that feels like a warm hug. So actually it's a very feminine energy that attracts things towards you, right? Um, And this consistent energy that you have, it comes from your sacral center, which is the energy center at the height of your belly button. And it's all about lust, creativity and desire. So you only have access to that consistent energy when you do the things that you love. Right. Right. And that's the thing. And so I know I'm a three six uh generator and I know that has a different <laughs> model and a archetype of can you kind of break down that? Because I, I when I looked it up it said role model martyr. Like I yes. have to go do the things and learn from and experiment. Yes, this is the thing. Like human design has so many intrinsic parts to it. Like we can figure out so many things, even like your type of digestion, the best environment for you to thrive and your strongest sense. Like I've recently, I'm not a specialist in this one, but I recently told, like somebody told me that you can find out your brand colors through your human design. So people are really taking this next level. Um, So the profile, which are these numbers that you're talking about, the profile is your personality. The profile is... Uh, who you've come to be and the karma you've come to live out. So instead of what we've been told, like your purpose is this far away thing that's like so hard to achieve, what we get taught through human design is that when we show up and we live out uh, this profile, we're actually embodying our purpose daily. So there's one part that is unconscious and there's one part that is conscious, right? So one is the one how people see you and the other one is how you see yourself. So for you, the first 30 years of your life, you have two threes because the first 30 years of a six profile, which is the role model, which is what you are, they're all about trial and error. Like me, right? We both have the three. So there's something that makes us understand each other, even though, even though we don't really know each other. Yeah. Um, so the first 30 years of your life must have been a very intense period of trial and error. It's like really like um, getting your sleeves up, getting your hands dirty and like experiencing life to the max, you know? Yeah. Um, and then when you become 30 or when you turn 30, I always say like the first 30 years, it's like the light uh, bulb that was invented. Like it was okay, it broke down. Like the second model was built on the first and like this the first 30 years. And then when you're 30, the light goes on and you step into this role model and it's about using all that life experience that you've had until then and creating something that's tangible for the people to share. Ah. How old are you now, Eric? If I, am I allowed I'm to 30, ask that? I'm, I'm 34. Okay, so 34. there you go. So since that's I've what you 30. did, right? You just yeah. launched your amazing app and it's all about, I'm sure it's all about yeah. the experience that you had and now you're sharing it with people. Then it's yeah, it, it's that. I got two books out. I got a course out. I've been creating physical yeah. products yeah. so people yeah. can benefit. And I think in astrology, they call it like the first 28 years. And when you turn 28, get into <laughs> your 30s, the Saturn return. Where, yeah, it forces you to level up and even fight or flight. <laughs> and like 29 was probably the most toughest year of my life. 
But at the same time, the most transformational one, because I went on a TV show, I traveled the world, I was so uncomfortable, I was stressed, I was depleted, but I learned so much in that experiment, right? Mm -hmm. I developed in ways I never thought I could. I opened myself up to receive more. Mm -hmm. And I failed at times, but it allowed me to kind of like, oh, I'm understanding life, I'm understanding people, I'm understanding the world. And just these last two years with the pandemic and things of that nature, diving deep into my human design chart, I'm realizing if I don't feel lit up, if mm -hmm. I'm not excited, if mm -hmm. I'm not, I shouldn't be doing it. It's not working. It, the you thing know? is, you can do it, but it won't work. Right, like, and every time I do it, yeah. and yeah. every time I do something that I don't feel like fulfilled or joyful in because I feel like I had this people-pleasing syndrome, right? On the back end of it, I, I fail and I feel low because it's not something I really wanted to do and it's so important for people to kind of like if not know their chart be aware of these things to kind of help them balance themselves out because some people they're not here to generate energy because people always ask me how where do you get all this energy from like are you are you high are you on a drug i'm like no i'm just high off life yeah you know and i get That's these spaces like. where i'm super charged and i i know i can hug someone and heal them and make them feel great mm -hmm. and I don't know, I just get sparks of joy and it's like, mm -hmm. I wanna have fun today. We're going live with Micah and she's in Spain and we're gonna change the world. You know, it's like, I get all this energy and people are like, what are you yeah. on, brother? But when yeah. I look into my human design chart and understand like, oh, this is why people come to me. This is why people are attracted to my energy because I'm radiating so much and generating it. And sometimes I get depleted. Two days ago, I burnt out. Yeah. I was so low. I was just like, what's going on? I said, you know what? I got to get my energy back. Mm -hmm. So to anyone listening, what is like the, the, the first step or what is the intentions someone listening can get into to kind of understand or to want to know about their chart and human design and how it can benefit their life, especially if they're struggling with trying to figure out their purpose? Yeah. I mean, I really think that the most important thing in human design is your energy type because it really, it builds the base for you to understand how you're supposed to work or collaborate with the universe. So right now we're in an era where we can literally Google absolutely anything and we have any information that we want at our fingertips, but it doesn't matter how much you follow somebody's footsteps if you do not understand your own energetic authenticity like I was spending, you know, thousands of dollars on some like marketing course for like digital, whatever, whatever. And it wasn't working for me. And I'm like, why isn't it working for me? Well, it's because it's energetically, you don't work the same, you know, and that for a projector is like very, very common because our society is built either on like this, you know, you have to be working, I don't know how many hours a day, or you have like this manifestor energy, which is only 7% of the population, which in the olden times used to be the kings and the conquerors and they have like a very authoritarian energy but it's not consistent so they have like the slogan you know like Nike, just do it and like hashtag girl boss like these things that are like aggressive and i go out into the world and we live in like this very masculine energy oriented especially in the business world right where we're we're being fed like if you're not successful it's because you don't want it enough it's because you're not working hard enough you're not working long enough and I burned out twice before the age of 30 and I have an autoimmune disease because I've like been living against my energetic authenticity so mm. ruthlessly, right? I was so not listening to my body. I was in very unhealthy behaviors, trying to work harder and more. 
Um, and I think just like the second that you hear about your energy type and you really get that, yeah, just that permission to like, I can, I literally see people decompress in my readings. Like they hear, they go like, oh, you know, like, oh, thank God. The soul is like so excited to hear that they can finally be themselves and that there's nothing wrong with them. Like mainly it's that. And I think what's something also that you talked about before and what I want to circle back to is like, there's a lot of tools who tell you who you are or what you should do. And the beauty about human design is really that it just gives you the tools so that you learn to listen to yourself so that you know how to listen to that inner guiding voice that you have that is bringing you to your purpose. Because usually what happens, and this is the way that um, I describe also a little bit like energetics and human design is that I truly believe that our soul came into this lifetime whole and knows exactly what experiences, what chances, what opportunities are made for us. And all of them, they're sitting like in this kind of iCloud and our aura is, has the password. Our aura is the bridge that connects the things that are meant for us into our reality. But what happens, and this is what we talk a lot about in human design, is like the process of conditioning and deconditioning. So the conditioning, we can't imagine it like the slime that is sitting on top of our aura, not allowing our soul to express itself. Ooh. And the conditioning... This conditioning comes from when we were small and we showed who we are authentically, but that wasn't accepted or we were punished and shamed for these authentic parts of ourselves, that a part of this whole self gets lost, right? Wow, can you say that again? Can you, can you, can you say that again? That was so profound. And I think we need to hear that because I think we suppress our authenticity and exactly. our true self because exactly. of the stereotype and exactly. the stuff in the world. Can you say that again, please? Yeah, yeah. So in human design, we talk about conditioning and deconditioning. And the conditioning is really like the slime that is sitting on top of our aura. And this conditioning comes from when we were little and we showed ourselves and who we were authentically, but that part of ourselves was shamed or punished by our surroundings, our caretakers, that we lose a part of this whole authentic self, right? So, yes. In psychology, we call this the lost self. So in the moment that we lose a part of our whole self, we start feeling that emptiness inside that is intrinsic to the human experience, right? What do, yeah. what do we do then? <laughs> we, we try to fill that hole with success in our work. We try to fill that hole with intense but toxic relationships, with material things, with substances. We try to distract ourselves and fill and numb. So what human design helps us with, from my perspective, is really that it just like digs up all these parts of ourselves that have been too painful to integrate because they've been rejected by those that we care most about and allows us, to, allows us to find back to this whole authenticity so that we can pull up the slime from our aura and that our soul can communicate back to the things that are meant to in our life. Yeah, and, and it's, so, it's so true and so powerful because to get back to you said earlier, I can relate to trying to fit in, right? Uh, people pleasing energy and wanting to be a part of a crowd. I just didn't fit in. I knew at a young age, my mm -hmm. energy was different. I just didn't know how to embrace it and, and accept it as one that it made me stand out. I didn't want to stand out. I wanted to be with the group, right? Mm -hmm. And so it allowed me to kind of like play small, right? Mm -hmm. And not go big and, and, and shine my light. And so I have a mantra that I like to uh, announce or say to myself sometimes, in order to be me, I must be free. In order to be free, I must be me. And mm -hmm. through that process, I'm allowing myself to, if I want to say no to something that somebody else think I should say yes to, I'm saying no, right? Mm -hmm. If I don't want to hang out, if I want to speak my truth and not clog my throat chakra, I'm going to say it because mm -hmm. I feel free. Mm -hmm. Freedom is in who we should be 
when we want to let go of restraint of just being contracted to all these things that the world has put on us. You have to be married. You have to have success. You have to have this whatever business. You got to look like this way. You got to dress this way. No, what is your way? <laughs> I understand my way. And I think, like you said, human design allows you to tap into your real authentic self. So can you, uh, so there, I think there's projector, manifester, generator. Can you go over like the different yeah. archetypes and explain each one, please? Yeah. So what we're talking about is the manifester, right? So the manifester, I briefly said like 7%, they're like the kings and the conquerors of the olden time. What makes them so unique and why they are so rare is because they are so strong in their energetic ex like expansion. So they're really here to initiate. They're here to like spark new ideas. They're here to create things from scratch. Um, and they don't, they're the only energy type that don't have to collaborate with the universe because they have these creative urges that come from inside out. So for them, it's really crucial to talk and express and inform and tell people how they feel and what they're planning because their favorite activity is doing things like by themselves, but they don't realize how like impactful their aura is and people cannot see through their like very protective aura. So when they inform, it's like this little door that opens in their aura and people can look in and then they understand. I'm like, okay, the, the manifester has a plan. Let's let him do, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have the manifesting generator which is around 33%, but I feel like they're growing so much. Like I feel like manifesting generators, they're amazing. They're a hybrid between the generator and the manifester. So they're the fastest, most independent, uh, they're here to see opportunity with, where other people don't see it. And they're here to really like open up a path that has not been walked before. So they're really brave, very courageous. Um, and they're people who are passionate about a thousand things and they're best doing 10 projects at a time. And society tells them, no, you can only gain mastery if you do this one thing and you do this for the rest of your life, which is how a generator might work better. But for yeah. a manifesting generator, they're actually work in what I call like this horizontal way. So it's all about like a bit of here, a bit of this, a bit of this, a bit of this, when I'm excited. And the manifesting generator always knows that they're on the right track when they can't explain why they're doing what they're doing. Ooh. So if I have somebody who has a reading and they're like, oh, and I'm like, oh, so why are you having this reading right now? You know, I, I want to assess the person, see where they're at. They're like, I don't know, I just felt called to it. Like, I feel like 99% of the human, manifesting generators have that answer. And that is a great answer for them because that means their gut told them to go here, right? But if I ask them like, oh, why are you doing this business course? And they're like, oh, in six months, I want to make this amount of money. It's probably not the universe guiding them, but it's their mind trying to, you know, have a small sense of control. And last but not least, we have the reflector, which we call the unicorns of the human design because they're only 1% of the population. Um, and they're really special because they're ruled by the moon. And if anybody has ever seen a chart of their human design, it's called the body graph. Um, you can check out yours for free on my website if you want to. Um, they're completely empty. So the reflector does what their, the, their name stands for. It's actually reflecting the environment and the health of the environment. So if we have a reflector in our business, we will always see how our business is doing when we look at the reflector. So they're mirroring really, yeah, the health of their community. Oh, wow. So you got reflector, manifester, manifester generator, generator, projector. And now is there something called the, uh, is it the hammock or the investigator or? Okay, so these, these are the things, these are the numbers, right? So we on one side have the energy type. 
And then we have what we talked about, the profile. And the profile is made out of six numbers, but they're like, they're double six numbers. So there's like a three, six, and there's a five, two, and you know, like you can start mixing them up. Um, so that is the investigator, the martyr, the heretic, the opportunist, the role model. Did I say investigator already? Yes, investigator, yeah. yeah. Um, heretic, martyr, investigator, opportunist. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There should be six. So yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Six. Oh, sorry. But yeah, so each uh, one of them shows like a part of your personality and how you're supposed to live out this lifetime. Like, it, it's very interesting because many times we think our energy type is that that's going to help us understand each other best. But what actually helps us understand each other most or where we are more attuned with others if we have the same or similar number in our profile. Got it. Yeah. Because you said you're a three five, right? Projector. Yes. And what yes. is a three five? I understand a three. What's the five represent for you? The five is somebody who has like the save the day energy. Like, come on, guys, the ship is sinking. Don't worry. Everybody grab a bucket. We're going to like, you know, get this like, you know, moving. Um, and the people with the five, they're like oftentimes feel a lot of like projections from other people and like become like the savior for people. So people with a five have to learn to have like very clear boundaries because their people are like, oh, she's saving this, you know, sinking ship. Let me jump in there. Maybe she saves me as well. Um, yeah. So you might be having, you know, some drinks with your girlfriends and suddenly you have somebody just like complaining about their life and like wanting advice. And you're like, actually, like right now, I just want to have some fun. <laughs> So people with a five attract a lot of like people who want help and need help, which, you know, for my job, it's great because I'm actually there to find solutions yeah. to problems. Um, and then the one, for example, I think the one is really interesting because the one is the opposite of, of, of the three that we have. Okay. So the yeah. one is somebody who needs to learn through understanding. These are the people who Google, who like research or like, let me investigate. And then they spend like three hours looking at the instructions for the washing machine. And I'm like, Oh, let me press some buttons. I'll figure it out. You know, this is the contrast. So when you're like in a romantic relationship, the profile is actually something that can cause a lot of friction because wow. as I had a client yesterday, the client was telling me, Oh, like, we just got like this, uh, you have Ikea in the US? I'm not sure. Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, so they were like building a, an Ikea thing and like, uh, he was like, don't worry about it. I'm just gonna do it on my own. And she's like, no, but we have to look at the instructions, you know? <laughs> so, so this is like a bit what happens when somebody has a one and somebody has a three and they're in a relationship. There's like a lack of understanding of how we do things. Yeah, and so, what, and so that's, that's amazing because that makes you aware of like, if someone's talking to you, or you're putting something together, you're learning how they operate. Because yeah. I, I think at times, what I discovered late last night was that we don't know how to learn. When I say we don't know how to learn, I think we've never been, no one teaches you how to learn. You teach yourself mm -hmm. and then you don't know how you mm -hmm. learn, like auditory, mm -hmm. kinesthetic, uh, visual, mm -hmm. reading. Uh, for like a, a six, I got a six in my chart. What does that mean for mm -hmm. me um, in human design? So because the six is something that happens later in your life and you still have the three, yeah. you're still going to be somebody who's going to be learning through life experience. And it's very interesting. For example, my assistant has a one and we like 
complement each other very well, but we were completely different. So she can tell me like, oh, I've researched that this and this is like, whatever, let's take something very, you know, like this is the best time to post on social media or like whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool, but I need to figure it out. So I try out a lot of things like, ah. and that's how I learn, right? And she needs to like research the papers and like send me this huge PDF file with like proof of why this works. And like, you know, like all these like, numbers and like structures and like i don't know deep research just deep right. research it's yeah. like thank you but like i'm just gonna press them you know i'm just gonna figure it out and for you even though now you're in your six it's still going to be a lot of that it's actually like this contradiction right so you're living you're you're like living proof that you can have both types of life because the three is still going to pull you to want to live life and experiment and try things out but now you have like this wise sage kind of energy of like i'm gonna like sit down am i gonna sit like at the bench and like look at the people and see what's happening so you have like these two things where you're like i want to explore the world but i also just want to be like chill and like you know do my things so that is what is going to be happening from now on further. Yeah, and that makes sense because I am a person of, I have to do it before I can tell you to do it, right? Mm -hmm. When I started taking cold showers, I, I need to take the cold showers at least mm -hmm. three to six months to see mm -hmm. if it works. Mm -hmm. uh, when I went on a vegan diet, I had to mm -hmm. do it to see if it worked for me. Mm -hmm. It didn't work for me, you know, mm -hmm. no shame to yeah. me. Exactly, so exactly. these things, like some people can't read a book. I'm gonna go read the book because I wanna, mm -hmm. I wanna, because I know it's something in there that I can use to benefit myself uh but it, human design is so fascinating because it is so detailed but it's so congruent into who we are once we kind of take a step back and realize like oh no wonder i have so much energy no wonder wonder i'm burned out or you say like my sacral right mm -hmm. my lust my creativity mm -hmm. uh my joy mm -hmm. when those things are activated in a consistent basis it does mm -hmm. amplify me and does give me more energy where in the past, because I had negative connotation around certain mm -hmm. things, oh, mm -hmm. I, I can't be too lustful or I can't have joy around these people, I would suppress it because I felt like that's not, that's not right for the moment. And then mm -hmm. I still feel depleted. Mm -hmm. So now having that information, it helps <laughs> yeah. me to yeah, feel more of my purpose in, in, yeah. in the universe. Absolutely. So for you, you know, let's let's talk about you. Let's talk about a law of attraction and how you came into your realm of like, I know you said you listen to a podcast, but how you do your day to day work and how can someone work with you and how does you work in human design? I know you talked about it briefly, but I want to know more. Yeah. Um, I mean, you said before, like, I would say the first thing I just released these like very beautiful 30 minute, I call them short films about your energy type, which is like really the entry point because again, your energy type is going to give you so much information. And until you don't live out your energy type correctly, all the other gifts and talents that we can find in your chart can really blossom. Um, so that's a great way to start. Um, and I think that it's really about implementing. And that is what I see a lot. Human design has been having like this really like big boom. Um, and actually, I wanted to say like, even in like, you know, San Francisco and like startups, business people who are like zero into being open to spirituality or human design, yeah. they're using human design to optimize like leadership um, and stuff like that. And even though they don't want to believe in it, when somebody hears about their human design, there's like just this instant connection of like, oh, wow, this makes a lot of sense, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so sometimes like what I've, no what I've been noticing is that we don't actually need to believe that much in it. Like sometimes what I've been doing is if I just implement it, 
I can have my resistance, I can have my doubts, but if I just implement it, there's this magic that happens. And I'm like, how, how can it be this easy? Like sometimes I'm like, just like, yeah, just amazed. Um, so I think what happens, and maybe you see this also with your community is that people get so obsessed about, you know, getting better and perfectionism and like, like I need to grow, I need to this and that, but they learn and learn and learn and learn and learn and learn and they never get to actually live it out. And as I said, in human design, there's like so many deep layers of information that what I, because I guess I have this three by profile, what is really important to me is that you start living it out, that you start taking those steps. And what differentiates human design from astrology and other esoteric practices are these like very tangible strategies, right? That you were saying, like, I have to wait for the invitation. A generator needs to respond to life. A manifester needs to form. Uh, the reflector needs to wait 28 days before they can make like a proper decision. So the strategy, which, you know, is like, I, I explained it deeply in my readings and in my yeah, videos. Yeah, if you want, yeah. we can go over it, but it's like an intense. No, yeah, um, no, for sure. Um, so this really allows you to understand how to do that first step of like aligning and being like, okay, for me as a projector, right? So for years I was trying to get recognition and this is the, the projector like thrives on recognition. Like it's always like, hello, hi, why does nobody see me? Like I can see everybody <laughs> so well, why does nobody see me? Yeah, and the projector's yeah. always in the background like, hi, hi, hello. Yeah. But because we don't work with others, when we start initiating, we're like, look what I can do. Look how good I do this. People are like really turned off. Like, mm, doesn't feel authentic. Doesn't feel, you know, it doesn't, it's not authentic. Uh -huh. So the projector gets bitter really quickly because they see other people gaining success and they're like, oh, I can see how they do that. So I'm going to try copy that. But it's not their own authentic path, right? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I, and I, yeah. Get in the way of other people's path that's not in line with yours can stop you from having absolutely. not only success, but just fulfillment inside out. And yeah. I think, you know, with knowing that, it allows you it's like having a playbook to your life, right? Because yeah. it's just information. When I talk about astrology, numerology, human design, spirituality, mm -hmm. mindset, mm -hmm. I tell people, look at it as a book. When you read a book, you don't take every chapter. You don't take every word. You take what you need to benefit your soul. You might I find always, like, oh, that challenged me. Or I highlighted that. Or I took that from this video. Or Micah said this. You take what you need because your soul is clicking and like, and like you said, instead of being so attached to it, mm -hmm. kind of like take you away from it, then the things you're looking for will come to you. Mm -hmm. Because you said something earlier where it's like, I'm the person who's always learning mm -hmm. and always doing, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm doing both, but mm -hmm. then I get to a space where I can't enjoy both because I'm not letting it all be because mm -hmm. I'm still trying to get to the next thing. I'm like, hold on, look what we just did. <laughs> we just got on live. We're talking about human design. <laughs> <laughs> look around you you know it's like be present in, in what you created and uh i just think like people like yourself you're changing the world and just even how you show up like your uh your reels people go to her reels go to her page follow her it's so inspirational i think it was one about uh i put one on the story about the universe the reason you're not like yeah. the universe yeah. telling you you're not supposed to be doing something there was another one about spirituality and manifesting i forgot what you said i think it had like a white top on and it was just and, and that's what i want to talk about like yeah. manifestation yeah. like what is manifestation from your perspective because everybody has their own idea, sure. idea of what it is
Yeah, this is really funny because I was talking to somebody the other day and like um, what we like both agreed on is that manifestation is really the byproduct of you being authentic, right? So this is the way that I also see it. The moment that you start aligning what you say and what you do with what precedes your, your aura, like because human design now it has like, you know, it's human design, it's the science of your aura, but we all use the word vibes. Like this is bad vibes or like this person's giving me, and vibes is literally like you Google that and it's the short form of vibrational frequencies. So yeah. we're not walking around being like, oh, that party has like low vibrational frequencies. We're like all oh, those bad vibes, you know what I mean? But we all, we, we have this innate intrinsic feeling of something happening that we can't describe, right? right. And that Energy is what- Energy doesn't right? Yeah, right. and that's what human design helps us understand. It helps us understand why somebody has good vibes or bad vibes or, you know, <laughs> like our own vibes. That's what it yeah. is. That's literally like in the most like colloquial form, that's what it is. So, so for me, it's really about understanding that there's the way that I see manifestation is that many times we're very, very focused on like the goal of manifesting, right? So uh, I want this bigger apartment. I want this bigger apartment. Why is this bigger apartment not coming? So when we're manifesting from like the ego, so like, for example, you want this bigger apartment because you just broke up with your ex and you want to take like hot pictures of you on your Instagram being like, look how cool I am. Then the universe is going to be like, you don't need a bigger apartment. You're doing fine. Right. But if you're manifesting a bigger apartment, because as a kid, you have to share your room with your siblings and like a new apartment means like independence and freedom, then maybe you can let go of that material thing of the bigger apartment and just allow the universe to bring you what your soul actually wants, which is freedom and independence. And that can look so much better than anything that you thought that big apartment would give you. Right. Yeah. And I can say this, like, even with my own work, like I was, um, I was like so ambitious. I used to do music. I was working as a model. Like I did so many things and I was like, I need that. But when I get to that point and I'm sure you can relate, oh, you were yeah. like, when do I get to that thing? And when I meet these people, and when I'm like this and this, then I will feel like that. And then you get there and you're like, oh, why is that not feeling at all? Um, as I expected. Right. And now after like these trial and tribulations and dark moments and Saturn return and like rock bottoms and whatever life had in store for me, I have this new other like amazing life that I would have never ever imagined that it would give me so much joy, so much gratitude and be so tailored to who I am authentically. Like yeah. I'm not made to be traveling all the time and jet lag and like people that are like talking about, you know, I don't know. I'm just, that's not, that's not who, that's, that's, that's not you. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, and Absolutely. now I have this thing that 100%, 200% supports me and just being me. And it's just like, wow, like, yeah, like, how you up. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I think that's also the, um, the feed off of that is that I had to realize being different in my way is okay because what mm -hmm. happens in the world, let's just talk with like the normal stuff, traditional stuff. You should get married. You should have a job with benefits. You should be successful. You should have followers. Right. And so I remember when people was like, if I'm not, if I'm not joyous around people, they think something's wrong. And it's like, no, I'm completely fine. Mm -hmm. But it used to be hard for me when people would ask me what's wrong with me, I would get offended. Like, what do you mean what's wrong with me? You know, now I'm okay with like, I'm cool. I'm great. Yeah. Or I don't drink anymore, right? So if I'm around people <laughs> who drink and they're like, what's wrong? You don't want to drink? I'm like, drinking is the, is the only thing you need to explain why you're not doing it. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's like, it's not, that, not that I would never have a drink again, but it's like, no. I don't need to drink to have fun, right? I don't need to drink to feel comfortable. 
And I'm here to tell people on this live and people who are going to listen and who are going to watch, own who you are. Own the energy you're in. Own your intuition. Own that, that gut feeling because that's central to not only your soul, but to your nervous system and what's true to you in that moment. And you don't have to go out of bounds to stay in bounds somewhere else, right? Because it doesn't feel right. Like you're saying, you was doing all these things. And, and I, I like to say that the energy you put behind things, you have to question if it's authenticity or authentic. Uh, is it ego-based? Is it scarcity? Is it, is it, is it fearful? Because like you said, if you get in a big apartment because you just broke up and you want to show and, you know, it's like, is that really authentic to your soul or is that authentic to your ego, yeah. right? Because what happened was there are people who can manipulate energy and manipulate things that come into their world. But then when they get it or they attract it, they, don't, they can't enjoy it or they don't know how to benefit from it because it wasn't real to who they are. Yeah. And then you'll have something you manifest it or attract it like, and look at it every day and like, I don't even like this life. I don't even like the people I'm around. I don't even like what I'm doing every day. Yeah. And it's like, why did you do it in the first place? Because you were taught or you learned some behavior that wasn't what wasn't right for you. And then you crash and you burn because this is not fulfilling your soul. So I just want to say thank you for just showing up the way you do in social media, showing up the way you do for yourself. And uh, we need more people in your space to kind of oh, add this value and this, this spirituality. I say the same to you, Eric. Like, I love yeah. your energy and what you put out into the world. And I think also, like, it's really important not to feed off that scarce, scarcity mentality and that lack mentality, you know? I really believe that we live in an abundant life. Like, when you shine, I shine, you know? Like, we're all allowed to shine bright and we're not taking anybody's spot. Like, the more we generate, the more we have, which as a generator yeah. anyways comes natural to you. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's really important. And oftentimes it's just like, if we haven't been allowed to be ourselves, if we always um, were conditioned to like, have to compromise and have to sacrifice our inner voice. We just get taught from a very small age that it's not safe to say what I want or to go after what I want or state my needs and do what I love doing. Because that meant I had to compromise the love of my caretakers or um, yeah, I had to sacrifice parts of myself, right? So if we get that once and again and again and again, we get taught that the second that I do what you want me to do, that's when I get love, that's when I get praise. And that's what we call education. So. It, Oftentimes, there's just like, we need to retrain ourselves to trust ourselves because we don't even know what we want. Like, why are we so lost about what I want to do with my life, what I want to study, right? And I really, like the other day, I had a family in front of me and this 12-year-old girl turned around to her mother. She's like, what do I want to eat? And I was like, you don't know what you want to eat? Like, it was candy. It was easy, you know? Like, yeah. And I was like, wow, it's crazy how much we get so influenced in our upbringing about what we're supposed to eat, what we're allowed to wear, which you know thing we should study like what career has to look like how our partners have to like look like all of these things are just like these conditions that we needed to apply to survive and to have emotional and physical like safety right we adapted and we changed who we are so that we would be safe and we would be loved and i think having empathy for that part of ourselves that is inauthentic is also really important it's very important and i i like to say um for me to kind of like evolve into the transition I'm in, I'm in now was that I had to change uh, what they want, what they need to, what 
do I want? What do I need? What does Eric want? What does Eric need? Because I was so good at getting everybody what they wanted and getting everybody what they need from my perspective, from my energy. But then I'm like, I don't even want that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember people will come to LA and visit. I'm like, where do you guys want to go? And my, mm -hmm. and my friend was like, they want to go wherever you want to go. Yeah, but that's but the I generator never, energy. Right. That's like, I love that. But, yeah, it was like, I never made it about me. So I was like, <laughs> okay, you sure you want to do what I do? Like, yeah. all right. And then but, it's like, it's not even what I'm doing. It's my presence and my energy that they enjoy the most. And I was like, oh, got it. And so then I started shifting and I was like, oh yeah, we're going to go do this and do that. Like, okay, fine. I, even well, I, I don't know where we're going, but I want to come. Like it's, yeah. like, it's really like that. This is, it's so beautiful that you describe it because the biggest karmic lesson for the generator is really understanding that when you follow what you do, it's not selfish. Like you're yeah. really like this fountain, okay? And like the water pressure in the fountain can only have like its power when you do what you want and you don't compromise that like gut yeah. feeling. And the second that you start doing the things that you love and you don't compromise that water can fall on the people into in your life and this is how you elevate people right if you're making yourself small trying to people please and do what everybody else wants you're going to be right. depleted which is exactly what you've been telling yeah. right the story yeah. you've been telling Literally. so yeah. it is really like it comes from like the olden times of the manifestors being the kings and the conquerors they have like very intense energy but it's not consistent so they would be yeah. like oh let's conquer this land and then they would use all the generator energy to do the dirty work for them right yeah so this is still for every generator out there the biggest life lesson for you is going to be to let go of that idea that it's selfish or bad to follow what you love and understand that when you know what you love you're generating love and joy and excitement for others yeah and, and it's, it's so real because you just feel good i'm like so now in my morning routine i write to myself eric i'm proud of you eric i love you eric Enjoy yourself today. And I ask myself, okay, what do I want today? If my boy's like, you want to go hiking at 9 a.m.? Nah. I'd rather yeah. stay in and read a book and have a mm -hmm. smoothie. Mm -hmm. Before, yeah, I'll come. Because I want to make them happy. I want to mm -hmm. fulfill their wishes. And I was like, that's not fulfilling mine. Uh, but, yeah, like this information has changed my life in so many different ways where even like launching my app, mm -hmm. like a year ago it was supposed to come out. Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready for it. Mm -hmm. And the title I had before, yeah, the title I had before, before it wasn't, it's miracle season and I wasn't in line with it and it didn't make me mm -hmm. feel good. I'm like, ah, mm -hmm. I kind of felt like I was, it was a question mark. Now I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's miracle season. <laughs> Download that, join the movement, right? Before <laughs> I was like, ah, you know, it was a question mark. So Go where it flows, go when the energy is certain and you, you're sure, and just let go and, and just enjoy the process. I think we got one question and I, I'll, I'll let you go and I'll put your information here on, on live. So Julie says, how do you explain what energy is and the connection it has between our body and the universe? How does it connect to one another? How does the universe and the energy connect? Everything yeah, is, so yeah, the, the universe between our body and universe. Yeah, yeah, the universe. Like this is what I was explaining in the beginning. The universe is energy. Everything in our life is energy. Everything that is matter is energy, and that is how it connects. Like we're pure energy. Like the universe is nothing but consciousness yeah. expressed through us. So 
literally the universe and us, it's all the same. It's just the way that we look at things that we give, you know, that we have shapes and like all of this is quantum physics. And I'm not an expert in quantum physics, but literally right. we are energy and the universe is energy. So we're all energy in the universe combined. That's what yeah. we say we are one. That's why we're like, you know, divinity expressed in human form. That's why we, you know, we have like source light in us, like all of these things. It's just life and energy is one and the same thing, I think. How do you feel about that, Eric? Yeah, I mean, I believe we're all in one. One is yeah. us, right? And if you yeah. look at the consciousness, you know, the vibration of the universe, we're in a certain vibration based on what's going on in the world, right? So that's mm -hmm. why I always try to tell people, you know, be wary and careful what you listen to, what you watch, what you believe, what you think, because it affects your vibration, which is Absolutely. your energy and what you, what you radiate and put out. So I always mm -hmm. try to tell people, discover who you really are, what, what you yearn for you, and try to create a better place in your environment, right? Mm -hmm. Because then whatever that does, that helps everybody else. But if you focus on, you jump on a political wagon or you mm -hmm. jump on this and it, not that it's bad, you just gotta yeah. be worried because you're tapping into a whole nother energy field mm -hmm. that you become a part of. Not that mm -hmm. we're apart from it, mm -hmm. but I'm always coming from the tension, how can I add value to the world today? Mm -hmm. How can I amplify my life to help others, right? I'm more intentional mm -hmm. instead of saying, I wanna vote for this or I believe in this is like, Oh, mm -hmm. what does my soul believe? Because it's so easy to hop, hop in, right? Absolutely. But we're all one. So just as much as I'm positive and I'm motivating and it's helping someone, and it also might be pushing someone, or it might be saving a life. We don't know. Mm -hmm. And then just mm -hmm. the way someone's suffering from a pain or injury, might I might be crying about it, and it's mm -hmm. sad to them, but it might be inspiring me. So we're all connected. The good, the bad, the happy, the sad, we just got to connect with the one that's in us, that divinity, that God, that source like energy to figure out what is my soul mission? What is my purpose? And I think when you show up your authentic self, even sometimes when people are like, I can't say bad people and they're living out a life that's not so the, the light side. Sometimes the best people in the world become the people who live in the dark and become in the light or who have mm -hmm. both perspectives because yeah. too much of the light and not enough of your shadow self, then Absolutely. you can be in balance sometimes, right? Because most that. times I would suppress my dark or my pain because yeah. I didn't want people to feel it or see it. And it's like, kept me motivated. You know what I'm saying? It, mm -hmm. was, my, it, it was my engine, it was my anchor. You know, it, it drove me to be inspired to change my, my environment. My anger, I was, my anger made me, motivated me to change. So. It's all balanced. Yeah. It all is just like love. You can't put it in a box. We just got to accept all of us and um, try human design and go to Micah's page, follow her, click her link, sign up for a lesson and learn more. Those are free value, guys. You. Check it out. Check it out, you know, yeah. add to her <laughs> universe. Uh, and um, She's powerful. She's beautiful. She's amazing. And um, I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank, thank you, you for Thank you so much for giving. this lovely opportunity yeah. to talk to you and getting inspired also by all of yeah, your thoughts yeah. in the world. So is there anything Thanks. the people listening and watching can look forward to from you? I don't know if you just released like a- Yeah, I mean, actually, yes. Uh, I'm yeah. launching a workshop, hopefully. Hopefully. No, hopefully. Uh, no hope. Month. We don't do no hope. 
We, we, we Mary, Mary, the you workshop. <laughs> I'm giving you the energy. Yeah, no, you're like, gonna launch know, it's like you said, you said like you were gonna launch your you were gonna launch your app a year yeah. ago, right? And here we are. Like this is what happens yeah, yeah. with launches. Yeah, I always yeah. say the universe knows better when they're ready. Plan, yeah, true. respect. Plan. Uh, we're supposed to, we're going to, we're going to there launch go. a workshop all and everything about energy types uh, next month. So it's going to be like with deep meditations, neural reprogramming, affirmation, videos, journal prompts. It's going to be like super, super packed. And we're going to have one for each energy type. So I think that's going to be such a supportive thing because I can only give you so much of my time. And I really want people yeah. to live their design out and not only theoretically learn about it and hide behind the knowledge hey is that is that a slogan is that a mantra I <laughs> we can share <laughs> to live their design out i think you should tag that coin it and put that in your bio okay people say i want people to live their life out no i want you to live your design out that's more niche based and that's more focused that's more internal for you to get to live your dreams and life out so thank yeah. you micah i appreciate you thank Have you Eric. thank evening. you so much i'm gonna you share know. this gonna be out i'm gonna put it on my podcast <laughs> Uh, everyone here, follow her. Go look at her reels. You're going to be inspired. <laughs> You're going to learn something. You're going to be motivated. And she's going to shift your paradigm to get into human design so she can help you, help yourself, help the world. Thank you once again. This has been Thank beautiful. You. Thank Have you. a good <laughs> Bye. <laughs>